Hey there, Grimsters. How are Woo doing today? That's right, we're talking about Season 5, Episode 19, The Taming of the Woo. And we've got Mr. Reggie Lee himself, the Werewoo, joining us in studio. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. We gotta find a paw print. That's right. <laughs> Put it in a notebook, and now what do we do? It's Woo's Clues, Woo's oh. Woo's Clues. Oh. Oh. That's right, guys. That's, That's like a season one pun. <laughs> Love That's it. That's right, guys. Bring it's it back. time for Woo's Clues here at After Buzz TV. We're talking about Grimm, episode 519, The Taming of the Woo. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, I've got... Tari Miller back with me today. Hey guys, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T U R I J Y. Yeah. You can introduce me? No. Yeah. Hey guys, y'all here. You can tweet at me, and I'm in the chat. Uh, I'm at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And I'm very excited to welcome to the, his first time in the AfterBuzz TV studios, Reggie Lee. Yeah. Drew Woo himself. <laughs> Drew Woo. <laughs> How are you doing, Reggie? I'm doing great. I mean, it's 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 been quite a reaction to this episode, <laughs> this whole season in general. You know, yeah. it's been quite a reaction. So, um, but it's been a blast. It's been I've been wanting to come here for such a long time. Yell and I have been talking. I mean, ever since like Comic Con one. Yeah, like I three think. or four years ago. Three or four. <laughs> ever since that roundtable. Yeah. But finally, finally here. You guys are in like my backyard. Yeah, literally <laughs> my backyard. Yeah. You're actually on the just the, on the other side of. Our, just on the other side of your backyard. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're peering over. Uh, I always yeah, peer over. Like, yes. Let me in. Can you be my friend? <laughs> well, we need to wait for this episode where yeah. you actually got into the title, not just a significant. <laughs> I, I made the title. Yeah. Yeah. The title. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's Woo. it's 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 cra- yeah. After I saw the title, I thought, oh no. <laughs> What rigmarole are they going to put me through this season? But um, it's 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 woo, it's like it's I was going to say it's wooing at warp speed. It's ah, woo nice. I did not, that was that was completely like I didn't even mean to say that. It's moving at warp speed. So would you say it's the most you've been in an episode? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, this is um, going to be a tough no. It's episode. it's it's very interesting because it is you know listen they've got they do this really well as they service eight series regulars. Uh, really, really well. And I, when I did the Aswang episode, I think that was probably the most I had been in an episode, and uh, the most emotional content I had in an episode. This was really close, you know, because of the stuff that I had to do. And when you have to go through this stuff for an entire episode emotionally, it's really taxing. So, um, it, although enjoyable, I have to put that in. It's a really good, enjoyable part of my job. But uh, yeah, I, when I saw it, I was like, wow, it's really. Well split up. It's not like an entire whoopisode. <laughs> uh, but you need like a counter. Y- no, Brenna Kauf, who who wrote the Aswang episode, who wrote the Chupacabra episode, who wrote this episode, very kind of a pivotal woo writer. Yeah, uh, yeah. They like to pair us up in, in in some way, shape, or form. But you know, she writes really well, and I, I think it really. Um, she she hears my voice really well. She writes for it really well, and and the emotions are always there. It's not always just snarky, you know. And uh, it, it there's there's a real great mix. And I think this was really one of those episodes. But it had something for everybody. So it was, I think there were, I mean there were so many right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Brenna is shirtless becoming my, Meisner becoming one of my favorite writers on the show. <laughs> what she's not the favorite writer now that you've had a, a shirtless a shirtless Damien Puckler scene. 
She is definitely top three. <laughs> uh, and we're going to get into all of that. We're going to talk about Meisner, Trouble, Eve, Diana, Nataland, Sean, uh, Bonaparte. Yeah. <laughs> it's way more fun to say just call him Bonaparte. Yeah. Um, and even Hank's got some stuff going on. Um, yeah. But let's, so let's dive into this episode when we got to start. With oh, that's right. There's no commercials. No. <laughs> but there's no, like, break. Okay, hey, start let's with dive. The, with the quote of the week. Nothing is so painful to the human mind as a great and sudden change. Mm. And that's uh, Mary Shelley. Ah, it's Frankenstein. Right? Nice. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, we've got a monster running around, so <laughs> yeah. it's appropriate. Yeah. Um, and let's <laughs> let's let's talk about the monster up top. Uh, the werewolf. The, the uh, wolf. The wolf. <laughs> There's a, we could just I, do it all day. Listen, I think I think people are. It's it's very interesting because the the origin of this particular um, change came because of the lycanthropy episode, mm-hmm. and people were automatically assuming that I was a werewolf from from the get-go, you know? And uh, if and and it's it's actually they've explained it so that it's it's people it's interesting because people are like so confused that they were like, wait a minute. They just said that if you're if you're not Vessen, you can't turn into a you can't turn into a Vessen. You can you know there's no it's not it's this is a genetic thing you know this this lycanthropy thing. So how can he possibly be turning into? People were angry, you know that they would <laughs> and, and right rightfully so I would say because you know with with any with any um, good writing as I think this is as well uh, you have to be accurate with what you put out there. Yeah. But what they didn't do was stay tuned for this particular episode when it was all explained. <laughs> Yeah. That I'm not actually Vessen, I'm not a werewolf, you know, this is a virus, they don't actually know what I am at this particular point. Uh, I would guess that he looks more like a Neanderthal, a Neanderwoo, than he does a woo-wolf. Um, so, I loved that they did that. I love that this episode specifically uh, gave us kind of like a, is he Vessen? No. Like, here are the questions the fan asked. Yeah. Here are some answers. Yeah. Uh, I love when they do that, because then they're like, we heard you. Calm down. Let yeah. us explain. We anticipated that you might have questions about this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, they do. And and the thing is, you know, with this particular one, it took like one full moon to the next. Mm-hmm. So it spanned like four or five episodes. And so by that time, people got angry and they were like, "Ah, oh, I'm not gonna watch that one." And then they watched it and they went, "Oh, okay." <laughs> now I kind of I, I kind of get what's happening. I love that they're exploring this kind of creature that is. Neither Wesson, Vessen, I said Wesson, <laughs> like oil. Yeah. Uh, uh, neither Vessen uh, nor human. I mean, a, a Neanderthal man in itself is is a different species. So it, I know because I researched it for this part. <laughs> so I read all about it, and you know, not even knowing, you know, what I am. I don't think they even know, but I know he's kind of stuck in evolution in that in that particular particular sense, which I love because it's like. The dude is strong. <laughs> so I love having that part. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get to throw people around. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fascinating because, like, yeah, I, I noticed that it, they were, once you, in this episode, we actually got, like, a good look at the, the for lack of a better term, the Vogue yes. uh, that you went into. And it, it is very, it, they keep calling it primal. And yeah. that's really what happened to the Bloopbot is they went into the what a primal wolf would behave like. And so I think what we're getting here is some fun like some digging into maybe some origin of Vessen 
type thing. Like this oh, is like going deep. I, I love I talking love about this. Yeah. Uh, this I have crazy theories when it comes to Vesson origins. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, I'm just shaking my head at you going on to your go. To but if, no, I love it. He's, but he's, if if the uh, the virus, the lycanthrope virus, brings out like what is the most base primal mm-hmm. version of you for for a wolf vessel like the blue bot, it would bring out behavior like a wolf. But mm-hmm. for a human, a human who is an ape, it would Correct. bring out a Neanderthal Correct. or like Paleolithic era. What is the human. most primal human that you can think of is, yeah. is, is particularly that. And, and they like they gave you like a little bit of stilted speech, but nothing like me big. <laughs> <laughs> I think David Gentoli said, I think that he should be afraid of fire. <laughs> I mean Frankenstein in the quote, like it would be appropriate. Yeah. Exactly. No, but no, exactly. And and when we did it, uh, it was actually one of the uh, wonderful, wonderful notes um, that we got from from the network was that you know he needs to find his speech. And there, uh, this is at an after show, right? Like not like a pre show, but you'll see yeah. in 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 episodes coming up that it is like like what you saw in this past episode is that he's trying to find his voice. He's trying to find out how to mm-hmm. formulate a word, you know, and and before it, what you didn't see was I had complete sentences and we actually cut it down to just like, you know, oh. kill love. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> so power and, of editing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was really great, but I loved that kind of finding that in the after, you know. So it was it was really um, a cool thing because we had discovered it like on on camera, but they wanted more. They wanted more of like finding the voice. So I, I dug that, and we just kept doing that. Okay. Yeah. Um, kind of in that regard, is is it more of like a split personality kind of thing, or is it? Uh, just these two mentalities coming into one. I, 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 I don't. I don't even think it's a, it's a, a, a split personality. I do imagine it for myself being the actor. You know, being the most primal version of myself. Okay. You know, if I were that person that grew up in that era. In I said era about that. <laughs> um, you know, if I if I was that person, that's that's you know, if my like Neanderthal men actually have like bigger bones in their, you know, how would I how would I morph into that? How would I, if if I bones started to suddenly grow and it was like, how would that hurt? Would that what what would that what would happen then? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really great with like sci-fi because you really expand your imagination beyond like human imagination. What you would imagine as a human being, if you're like going through a love story, this is way beyond that. You know, you would never have to imagine this in any other world. So I really Really dig that kind of doing the show. Yes. Another thing I thought was very interesting is that the way that they bring it out is when they, uh, oh boy, uh, when they give you the uh, the the potion what that Rosalie put together. That's yeah. That's where the sigh comes from. I heard it's, it. Uh, I heard the sigh. What's uh, the potion? A, uh, the uh, Revocare te- Tenebris. Nope. Nope, not even. <laughs> no, close. that's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Revocare tenebris. That was that's Aww. pretty good. The Revocare nice. tenebris. Is that is that it? Let's let's call let's call Bree Turner. And ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when Damian Puckler came in, he was just like, all my German was terrible. Oh, <laughs> he was correcting me left and right. It was oh. beautiful. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was, wasn't it, Yale? It was. <laughs> and I felt the fool. Um, <laughs> but I but the that potion is said to bring out the darkness, yeah. the way Rosalie puts it. And that's very much, I think, playing into the idea of Vesson 
as being sort of a darker side of you yeah. for a lot of Vesson, yeah. at least. I think that that goes back and harkens back to kind of what this show was initially, is that, you know, these monsters that you see are the dark side of people. You know, I think that's what the, where they wanted to go initially. It's like one person. It's the same person. But this is, this is their dark side. This is the other side. How do you control that? You know, Monroe's learned to control it. So now it's, uh, in a way, it's like now trying, now I get into this thing of how do I control that, which will be fun. I was so mad at Wu when he was like, no, I have to control this. Like, no, dude. Like, you wanted us to have a sleepover, didn't you? Of course I did. Yeah. But everybody there is like, no, we're a team. We're here to help each other. We're always going to help you. We have your back. Like, come over. We're going to take care of you. And then Wu goes... No, I'm going to do this alone. Why would you do it alone? You have a whole support system. No, I know. I know. Well, what you didn't see, okay, when I, when I went back and did um, some ADR for this, and it actually ran, like, the episode ran really long, so they had to cut some things, but there were some lines in there that were, like, there was a part where right after they told me that, you know, I was kind of freaking out, and Nick said, okay, what we need you to do is we need you to calm down. And I say, seriously? You need me to calm down <laughs> after this is happening? And then I said that. Yeah. So there was actually a transition mm. into that particular emotion. So you didn't see that transition. Mm. All you saw was, I'm going to take care of this, guys. <laughs> I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. I got it. I got this. But I loved, I mean, it was, it was you know, it is kind of, as an actor, how do, as the character, how do I, the reason he didn't say anything for, for weeks is like any male. It's like, they got this. I got this. I got it. You know, it's like someone being sick. It's like a guy being sick. No, I don't need to go to the doctor. Not until like something really happens. You go, I got to go to the doctor, <laughs> you know, but it was, it was, um, yeah. And so it was like, you know, I think he wants to show that he, he's strong. I mean, so many parts of him want to show that. And I think part of it is because everyone gets to take care of everything else. It's like, what part does he play in it? So he wants to show his strength. I think that's where his sarcasm comes from, too. Mm -hmm. So I love that that aspect of it. Yeah, it's one of the things that I think has always been fun about Wu is the sass. Oh, sassy Wu is sassy. Sassy Wu is sassy. Yeah. Because it also lets him be a little bit the voice of the audience when sure. things get a little too... Not too ridiculous is like because we're enjoying the show, but too ridiculous for someone not to go... Wait a minute. Yeah, I need you to stop and think about what you just said. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So you've had this baby in six months, and you rubbed a thing on your stomach, and it made it a super baby because it happens to be a quarter royal. Yeah. <laughs> and now the whole world wants your baby. Mm -hmm. Ex excuse me. And then we was uh, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love I love that aspect uh, aspect of him. It, it really is. It is, and that's kind of what you know when you talk to, uh, which I love, by the way, the fans have really made this show. And so I love really interacting with them because they give us a lot of inspiration to do what we do. But it, hearing that, I, I've, I've always felt so akin to the fans and being the everyman in the show. Now that I'm like the every caveman in the show. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is, it is, I love that aspect of the human voice. And I kind of always take this character from a point of humanity. You know, from a point of if I were living in North Hollywood <laughs> or Portland, you know, and I saw that coming around the corner, okay. I'd freak the freak out. You know, it'd be <laughs> like freaking freaky. It'd be so it's 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 I always take it from that aspect, from a human aspect. And it's um, 
I think as 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 they all do, but they have other, other the other characters have so many other things to deal with. I have, you know, human life to deal with um, for me. So that's that's all I can go from. But it's fun being that kind of everyman. And you're right, it is. They kind of relate to that. I always wondered, and it was it's it's always been such a a wonderful um, uh, kind of inspiration for me to hear that they care about him a lot, you know, and and relate to him. Um, that makes me feel good. Uh, it makes me do my work and go from, it makes it so much more enjoyable because I can go from that real place that I want to go from. So thank you to the fans. Yeah, because I think it's it's easy to get, like, have fun with, like, the heroes of the show, like, the lead, but, like, that guy who's, like, nearby it all and is, like, just dealing with everybody else's yeah. insanity, I think it's something that everybody has been in some, at some point, like, on the periphery. Yeah, of that, like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so the, like, the sassy woo, was, yeah. that, was that, like, uh, Originally, like, was that on the page that like they wanted this character to go this direction, or did you bring no, it more I, to that? You know, so when I initially auditioned for this show, I auditioned for the part of Hank. So oh. it came down to Russell, myself, and another actor that shall be unnamed. <laughs> uh, I'm now dying. <laughs> yeah. So it came down to the three of us, and, and, and literally, it was. And <laughs> no. It always comes back to Damien. Yeah. Oh, we I, we love that man. Calm down. We love yeah. that man. I love yeah. that man. He's an yeah. awesome awesome person. But um, yeah. So it was you know uh, I literally ten minutes later you know it, it was a call to my agent. And I was testing for like five other different pilots, um, none of which are still around. There you go. <laughs> so I this is fantastic. Thank you, Grimsters. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So they called and said, listen, we offered the role to Russell Hornsby, who I love, by the way. He's fantastic. I can't I can't picture another Hank. Uh, but we would love to write a role for Reggie. And um, we we want him to play this police officer, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I, I wasn't in the pilot, really. And so they said, well, we're we're writing we're writing for him now. And I said, there's nothing really for him in the pilot. But let me if I can hear like what he's going to be about, what his story is going to be about, all that stuff, I'd, I'd love to hear that first. Um, but still, I mean, Jim Kauf and David Greenwald offering me a role, you know, it was beyond uh, knowing their pedigree. It was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Can I just hear a little more about it? <laughs> but literally the first line that he has on the page is, you know, Nick bumps into him and at the police station, like while Nick sees someone vogue and he's starting to see things and he bumps into Wu and Wu goes, oh, I guess I should have worn my airbags today. And that's all he says. And so I was like, oh, okay. He's, he's a little sarcastic. He's a little sarcastic. So I built from that. I literally researched sarcasm from then on. And it says that sarcastic people are really insecure, and they cover it up with sarcasm. And yeah, so it's I, 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 I worked on I, – because I had to build from something. You know, They told me a little bit about what was going to happen to him, but never – the persona that he was. So I wanted to build, you know, who my fa who my family was, where I came from, how long I'd been in the force, you know, what kind of person was I? So I, I liked that aspect of it, and I think they kind of caught on to that. So they started writing that way, and then I kind of being I started being a little more sarcastic. Then I put a little more sass into it. So then I started being a little more sassy. Then Sassy Woo came out. Then they would write for Sassy Woo, and then just now we're here. Now I'm here and I'm a caveman. <laughs> Who chose had his first name be Drew? <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had always petitioned for Lou. <laughs> Lou. They tried Stu. Uh, they tried. Uh, I, who, who was it? Um, no, there were there were a bunch of whole different. 
different incarnations of names, but they had to get them approved, mm. you know? And sometimes names can't get approved because for some reason, there's some kind of legality to it that if someone has that name within a certain vicinity that you can't use it. It's usually there either has to be uh, no one with that name or a whole bunch of people because they don't want them to think, like, they wrote it about this guy, Stu. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so they tried that and they weren't approved. <laughs> they weren't approved. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was like Bonaparte Wu? <laughs> I would have loved that. Awesome. But um, no, and so they came, they came to Andrew, Drew, and it was approved. And they were like, yeah, we got it. We got it. It rhymes. It's, it's approved. It's going. It's going. So, But they rarely say it because they always call me Woo. Yeah. yeah. So It was said this episode. It was said this episode. The Aswang episode is the first time it was said. And then from then, I don't think, I don't think it was ever said until this episode. Uh-huh. Nope. So people were like, Drew? Who's Drew? Drew's your first name? How unfortunate they said. <laughs> they no, tweeted to me. It's like, no, you, Drew Woo. <laughs> no, you, you Woo. Yo, you Drew Woo. Who's we up first? <laughs> I know. I need Drew Woo too to join you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna do more, but let's move on. Yeah. Um can let's... We, wait, can we talk about bloody woo? Woo yes. with the blood. Yes. That was so funny when the blood because it's like clearly from the mouth, it's like everywhere Out. else. Yeah. I, I was dying. I was like, me? I did this? Yes. Look in the mirror. <laughs> It was great. It was no, great. it was like, listen, when we were testing that blood out, it was like, and Terrence O'Hara, who directed this episode, fantastic, by the way. I mean, he's he's directed probably, aside from, from Norberto Barba, who was our main director, executive producer there, who just left this season, and we love that man. Uh, but Terrence is, was directing this episode, and, and he was just like, it was just like, at first it was like a couple squirts, and he was like, no, no more, more. And then it was like, and no, more. More and literally, I ended up. I was on the floor of the makeup trailer, and they were like, "Gee, they were just." They said, "Just close your eyes," and they just literally went all over, <laughs> all over. So it was, it was, it was one of those. And I went up, and Terrence was like, "That's it." Green maniac That's in the it. chat says, yeah. "Hey guys, I had a really tough time shaving this morning." That's <laughs> it. Looks like it. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually. It, I, it's when I found out that the thing that gets that blood stain off, that makeup blood, is actually shaving cream. Oh, Did you know really? that? I had no idea. They were handing me the shaving cream. I'm like, do you want me to? Sh- what do you want me to shave? <laughs> and literally, you just put it on you, and it comes right off. It's crazy. Soap Smart. and water doesn't work as well. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, bloody woo. Yeah. Um, yeah, you had blood on your hands. Rare burgers. He likes rare burgers. But did you see the actual, when they finally actually... Go ahead. No, Mr. Goku Jr. just said that Bloody Woo was adorable. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for that. Sorry, Reggie, what were you... uh... Uh, No, I was going to say, he likes his burgers rare. Red meat (laughs) fantasies. That's why. (laughs) I mean, I would say that I often dream of red meat, but a different reason. (laughs) It's just like steak, you know. I do love steak, but do, you I got know a, they, look. I got a heavy beard. It's just like what gets into the brain. I'm sure. I, I've never been able to grow a beard. Actually, <laughs> so it grows like they for Tropic Thunder. They asked me to grow a beard, and I, I grew like three hairs. And they were like, "Okay, shave it off." <laughs> I was watching Tropic Thunder recently, and I had just it'd been like four years since I'd seen it, and you popped up. And I was like, <gasps> "Oh, woo!" <laughs> Woo, being a bad Asian man. Uh, no, when I when they actually showed the murder in the flashback. There was a lot of blood squirting out. There was yeah. a ton yeah. of blood squirting out. So, you know, 
It's accurate. <laughs> We're going for the accuracy. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And so, all right, there's this. There's a lot of other stuff we got to talk about. Yell, do you have any other thoughts on... Uh, the Wu plot. Not that we have to stop talking about. Um, I just loved that the um, that we had Hank and Nick. Just the the, the scenes with the three of them, ta- like taking care of him, like their little baby brother, was so adorable. Oh yeah. I was sitting at home being like, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's. T- I, listen, we get along. We sickeningly <laughs> all get al- we get along. You know, and it's it's so easy to do those scenes yeah. with them. They are like my brothers. You feel you know it. you feel mm-hmm. it as an completely audience, like my brothers. They bring you chocolate. They're like, yeah, we and they ate it. Ate it. <laughs> so it's like cute. my brother, Adorable. exactly like my brother. <laughs> um, I do think. Well, I'm gonna save that for predictions towards yeah. the okay. end. Okay, please do. Uh, I have a, I have a, uh, yeah, I have a prediction. A woo diction. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's what a woo diction is. Oh, oh, the woo manity. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, it, guys. Um, let's uh, let's let's move on. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, Meisner, Trouble, and Eve. Okay. Because uh, uh, HW is getting into all kinds of craziness now as they invest. As we finally caught up with them investigating what happened to Diana. Yeah. Because <laughs> like we followed them. It's like wait, Meisner had her, and then she was with Black Claw. And we were all very surprised. Uh, it started all the Meisner double agent theories that were out there, mm. but now we know, like, no, she was she was stolen. She was taken from uh, the safe house that she was in. Um, she, she uh, Diana's very calm after having apparently been kidnapped in the night. She is also a chip off the Claire coffee. <laughs> I mean, seriously, she looks like Claire. Yeah. She yeah. looks absolutely <laughs> like Claire and like Claire and Sasha just like had a child. Yeah. Like she lo- yeah. like you look at the the three of them in a row, you're like. Yeah, that's yeah. I guess we can confirm that he's the father now. <laughs> yeah. But he is she is creepily calm. Yeah. Creepy, yeah. creepy calm. Scary. Scary, scary, scary calm. Those Especially considering eyes. she's like what, like eight months old? <laughs> um, I just wonder so when she was with her guardians or her foster family, it looked like she was happy and having a normal life. But now that we see her Outside of that family with Renard, she's um, a spoiled little, you know, bad girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to smack that child. <laughs> Mommy, come home now. Wait, calm down, little girl. Yeah. Well, it, it was like she was on a play date. And then, you know, kids are always really good when they're at a friend's house. And then they come home and they're like, I want all the chocolate in the refrigerator, mom. Like, it's it's that whole mentality. You're right. You're yeah. right. No, I, not, like my nieces are completely, like, you know, really sweet. And then when they go home to their parents, they're like, they, they, yeah. cause they test you out. They test out those mm-hmm. relationships. So it's, it's, it's accurate. Just you wait. <laughs> I, <laughs> all right. I'm going to trust you guys. I don't spend that much time with obnoxious children. <laughs> Yell smacks him into line. Oh, yeah. I would never hit a child. In public. Yeah. <laughs> when there's witnesses. Um, but, like, in order to find that out, we we had to send uh, Miser in trouble, over, like, out to the safe house. Yeah, and that's when did. we get this uh, crazy fight scene. Beautiful. Which <laughs> was so beautiful. With a, with a Hoon Jaeger. Did you see that roundhouse kick? 
It was a pretty good one, actually. That was the yes. thing. That's the first thing you're going to in that scene. Yell is the roundhouse kick. Um, She's saving the best. Technically, for last. I think it was a spin kick. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It was a beautiful kick. I was trying to not say what the other beautiful thing. Um, Trouble. Um, yes. You mean the gratuitous ripping off of the shirt? It was not ripped off. It was pulled off over his head. Yeah, and I will. Here's the only. Here's <laughs> the thing. Clear, I will, I the will, buttons were all still attached. We saw that when he rebuttoned it, although he skipped the bottom two so we could see his adorable little belly button. The the Hoonjager must have been he must be from Canada. Because <laughs> that is a just a classic hockey fight move. Mm-hmm. Like it's the, like what you reach over their back, grab the jersey, and pull it up over their head so they can't see, and that's when you just start wailing on the on sure. the chest. Okay. But okay. like that's I'm like I've seen that move before. You like have? when I when I played ice hockey. Because I thought that was just I mean, I'm not complaining. But, it was but, beautiful. But th- that's not how you fight. You don't just like, oh, let's fight. Take your clothes off. I mean, that's, that's how, how I, I fight. <laughs> I, I, yeah. It's not, well, it's not technically fighting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, right. But I felt like this was like directly at Yale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, this was the writers being like, we heard you. If we do it Here once, you will you stop? Yeah, it was your reward for him being gone so long. I, I appreciate it. I am thankful. Thank you. Um, I, just questions. Uh, why was his beautiful spider tattoo removed? Where was it? <laughs> was it? He has a spider tattoo? Yes. Here. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. He, wow. So he has that in wow. in real life, but was it there like when we saw him in season three? I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember. <laughs> I wasn't what? looking at his tattoos. So you gotta go back and look for continuity. That's fine. I'll yeah. keep watching. Um, but like the other thing that I thought was so interesting about this scene was just how, and we've seen him fight Vessin before, mm-hmm. but this was like one on one with a trained Hundjäger, mm-hmm. and he was just like, th- like brushing off his punches like nothing and it just it's more fuel to the fire of like what is Meisner so I don't sure. think he's a grim because I feel like the Hoonjager would have said something Vessen react they more. always react and they're right. always like you're a grim what if he's wearing like color contacts or something <laughs> like <laughs> like would that work would that like prevent you from seeing the the darkness of the eyes but those right. are his beautiful eyes <laughs> I mean yeah but I mean he's he's gotten so he's gotten to where he is not because he doesn't have something you know he's got he's got to have some kind of power to be there so what I don't know. Is I don't that a know. Spoiler? No, it's not a spoiler. It's just a, an observation. Obviously, he's a big part of this group, mm-hmm. so he's 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 got to be strong in some way, shape, or form. He's got to be able to take those guys down. Now, this fight, it did get to a point where trouble had to step in. So, yeah. you know, it's not like he could do it all himself. Right. Trouble comes in. It's just like yeah, whatever. Chop. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> fingerprints. You, you did. <laughs> yeah, I love the fingerprints. She's just like. All right, tape I know. It's still like moving yeah. when she does it. Uh, no, was it? Yeah. yeah. Was it really? It was. Wow. wow. That's Trouble's fantastic. So badass. She's yeah. badass. They're all Great. badass. The other thing is that she's like, oh, well, I'll go get the other two, which means that after that scene, she's walking away with a bag of three hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A handbag. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. Well done. Sir. Very well done. <laughs> um,. But yeah, uh, and then we see Diana like reaching out to uh, Adeline, like mm-hmm. direct, like just through her mind, mm-hmm. 
That's crazy powerful. She's scary. She's scary. Not only that, and then later in the episode, reaching out as Renard. Yeah. yeah. In his voice. Yeah. That was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. That was so scary. Oh only my God. one man should have that voice. They cast this this little girl right. Like, oh, yeah. everything she does, I'm like, oh, yeah. no. No, 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 no. Whenever you're acting opposite her, I mean, it is creepy. She's creepy, creepy, creepy. So, and then this whole thing happening, I don't know what's going on with Eve and, you know, why she's feeling stuff while all that is going on. So that's that's an interesting... Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she suggests that it is because uh, Julia and Adeline, which is, I thought it was a cool point that Eve specifically ref- like is referring to her past is in the third person. Yeah. Like, truly treating Juliet as a separate person. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. is a separate person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's dead. <laughs> um, but she doesn't even consider the fact that like she sh- has the same body that Juliet once had yeah. as like me. <laughs> um, but they switched bodies like via magic witch bongs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I think the idea is that because they did that, which is very rare that you would ever, like, <clears throat> turn into the person and then the other person turns into the first person. Very rare. But also that, that is, yeah, has been Renard. So now she's been both Diana's parents. Oh. Mm. So do you think that there's, like, some, like, DNA basically, like, left behind when you transform? Well, well, well. Um, <laughs> you are getting so... I love how deep you guys get. And to me, I'm just like... What? <laughs> well, that was like when they when they ex- started explaining like the cones, like like Nick has an extra cone in his right, eye. Right. Like I was yeah. just like fascinated. Like, yeah, I'm oh sure. My God, I want more. I yeah. want more cones. <laughs> I want. More. <laughs> um, I love I love the science of no, it's stuff cool. Like this. It is yeah. cool. Yeah, no, Jim Kauf really great with that kind of stuff, you know, and he's he's really great with Story Greeny as well. So it's they, I no doubt these guys make this stuff up, and it's like what. Yeah. Where do you come up with this? Uh, so my thought is that, like, if like so she transformed into both of her parents now. Mm-hmm. And so she's got the DNA of basically of Diana within her because of the uh, because of tra- the transformations. I'm, it's also Animorphs is running around in my right. head, like <laughs> yeah. how they store the animal DNA. Yeah. Um, so now she just like, th- I guess, whatever signal Diana's sending out, she's like got a tracer. <laughs> like she's got like an FBI like tap on the line basically. I'm so fighting to keep up on a Sunday. I'm like <laughs> listening really intently to go. I feel like I'm learning in a science class. Something. It's, it's also, cool though. It's really cool. It's also possible though that because Eve is such a strong hexen beast that she was able to tap into like when your phone picks up other people's conversations. Right. Right? That that could also be part of it. Yeah, I would I would say it's something to that effect because we know that she can feel different people's presences. Right. Uh, as it was revealed in a few episodes ago. And then you would assume that now that they've all been each other, they kind of resonate at the same frequency. It's crazy. And, <laughs> so it is crazy. We're nerding out over it. I, yeah, I hear yeah. your like, flash talk coming out now. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, different universes resonate at different frequencies yeah. and that's how they exist in the same space, of course. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, nerd. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like that's, uh, yeah, that's a, easily describes everyone here. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, so uh, but the big thing is that Sean and Black Claw, who we've now met, the head. I'm assuming he's the head at this point, Mr. Bonaparte. Mr. Bonaparte. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Um, Conrad Bonaparte. Conrad Bonaparte. What a name. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It's a little pompous, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like uh, the leader of a of a European based organization with the last name Bonaparte. Do you think he's like actually descended from Napoleon? <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. He kind of looks I mean, like they, get, they go there with this show. Like you, you could know. cast that guy as Napoleon, and we'd buy it. <laughs> Give him a French accent, like. Yeah, that's Napoleon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's, like, so now we see that, like, he is, like, really pulling the strings. Like, whatever, so Diana is at the center of whatever big thing Black Claw is planning at this point, right? Yeah, she's definitely, I, I would g- gather to say she's definitely a weapon. Mm-hmm. And they so. want, they want, Black Claw actually wants Nick to join them. They're that like, was very interesting. That was surprising yeah. when he was like, he can join us. Or we can kill him. Yeah, I don't think I think we we can't assume that you know they want Grimm's dead because they want power. Essentially, is what they want. So, Grimm uh, Grimm can possibly provide that. I mean, the more connections they have to them, so we can't assume that they just want them dead. Yeah, and he's part of their world. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting part that he added to it. it that it, surprised me. Yeah, it feels like what we were talking about, like when we first started to like see Black Claw, and, like what trying to think what they want, and I think it, it stands up like they want. Uh, Vessen out in the world. Like, mm-hmm. they don't want it to be separated, and they're willing to fight and die yeah. for all of that. Yeah. Uh, Kendall in the chat wonders, where was Lucian? And I yeah, he's also been, wonder, he's, where is that man? He's just hiding in a corner, ready to, like, yeah. jump out at us. He's uh, making more posters, okay? <laughs> uh, not to predict too early, but uh, I predict a fight between Lucian and Meisner. Hmm. <laughs> and that that's hockey move. I predict that. <laughs> For both Just of them. both of them. They both simultaneously pull the shirts over their heads and they're flailing around. I wouldn't, oh. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> just we'll just change the show's name to Shirtless. Yes. We also... Say, yell would be there every minute. Uh, we had other shirtless people this episode. Yeah. 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 Um, Zach? <laughs> we did. Well, you guys, you know what's important, like, wait, around when you're getting shirtless? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, a good quality mattress. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna t- so I'm going to take that Smooth. that transition to tell you guys and remind you about our, our fantastic sponsor, Casper Mattresses. We bring you at AfterBuzz hundreds of hours of content for free every single week. You can watch any after show for almost any TV show you can think of, and it's all free on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that stuff. And part of how we do that is with our amazing sponsors. So Casper is is a, a mattress company that is uh, it's changing the game for mattresses. It's all online, and now that warmer weather is finally here, that means it's time for spring cleaning. Uh, and you could spend more time sprucing up the house and yard, but if you really want to get a fresh start, you got to get a quality Casper mattress. Um, It's engineered with two high-tech types of foam for a supportive comfort that guarantees a great night's sleep. Time Magazine even named it one of the best inventions of 2015, and it's now the most awarded mattress of the century. We're only 16 years into the century, but it's still a very big achievement. Yeah. Um, And uh, they've got a new set of sheets and a pillow. Um, Very comfortable. Um, uh, And uh, you can get it shipped to you completely like the, the shipping is even free so you don't like because there's not a store or anything you get you buy it online and then they ship it to you um and you can try it in your home for a hundred nights it's almost three that's over three months no risk and nice. you can say if you don't like it you can send it back 
no charge. They'll refund everything. Um, and the best part is you can get a discount of uh, 50 bucks off your, your mattress purchase by going to Casper.com and using the promo code AFTERBUZZTV. It's that simple. You just type in the code AFTERBUZZTV and you get 50 bucks off whatever mattress you're buying. Uh, so yeah, Casper.com. Uh, terms and conditions may apply. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you again to Casper Mattresses. Uh, yeah, <laughs> do we have any uh, iTunes reviews this week while we're doing shoutouts? I'm gonna be real honest. I was too busy thinking about what I would do with a new mattress from Casper. Uh, <laughs> uh, Unroll it, yes. And un- yeah, uh, yeah, put it on my bed, and um, <laughs> I did not check. I did not check. <laughs> uh, don't worry guys we'll get any iTunes reviews we'll get you guys next week yeah sorry um, but yeah uh, uh, somebody put in their mattress to work this week is Hank yeah he is yeah. Like, he's or putting Zuri's mattress to work, to work. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's the transition there it is uh, I wanted to talk more about mattresses but now we're on to Hank as we should be um, you and I will test out a Casper okay. mattress later okay uh, but but Hank is uh, he like he just diving headfirst into another relationship with an evil oh, woman. Yeah. Hank, Hank. Why can't he be happy? Why Hank. do they all have to be evil? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Because they are. They are. They're. We're in Portland. But yeah. Hank had some. They had some. <laughs> Hank had some good Hankisms this week. He had some good Hankisms. Yeah. Unlike Wooisms. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, he like. It's. It's. It's unfortunate. Like, but what do you guys think is going to come of this plot line? So there was a prediction in the chat that um, Zuri wants to kill. Um, so sorry, the gamer girl two three three zero says Zuri's black clown. I think they want to kill Hank to get to Nick. If Hank is to die, that's why I predict Hank will die. Is from Zuri. Mm. I mean, she did say that she wants him to introduce her to Nick. Yeah, I mean, well, now that she's working with Black Claw, we know Black Claw wants Nick on team. Right. They. Uh, she is. Evil they're using every pissed. angle they can get. Like at this point, they are. They they're trying to. Like, I feel. I feel like she's going to either. Maybe it's like a similar play as like with uh, Rachel. And Sean, mm. where it's like, yeah, we're, we'll start banging, and then like I'll recruit you to my <laughs> side. Like, that's what that's a pattern. Hey, yeah, they're, no, they're all about that honey trap, girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. It's just it's surpri- Black Claw knows what they're doing. It's like HW, your recruitment methods are failing, <laughs> right? Like the Scooby Gang has not agreed to join you yet. Right. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you like kidnapped one of them in the night, yeah. in trouble, and then like she was then like eventually she was cool, but like <laughs> the rest of the team was like, "What did you do?" But also like Eve was was like beaten into submission. I, I'm telling you, Black Claw is much better at recruiting than HW. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they they effectively recruited Adeline at this point. Right. Well, well, or at least Diana recruitment. did. Yeah. Well, but but regardless, are we talking she's Madeline now? Yeah, we're gonna get into okay. some Madeline. So when she starts revealing that she's a hex and beast, and he's like, "Yeah, I know," the next words out of her mouth needed to be, "Also, this other thing about Diana and Black Claw and all of that." But no. No, no. She decided, "Un, keep my mouth shut, girl. This relationship is never gonna work out, right?" Everyone wants Natalie to be together, but honesty is the first step. <laughs> she wow. wanted to overwhelm him with a bunch of stuff. Like, I mean, it's one thing to be like, hey, I'm now this monster again. And then 
Uh, in addition, my monster child has come back, and so now there's like, and my baby daddy's on the wrong side. So like, I feel like that's oh, that's more than one conversation. No, yeah. she, good perspective. She said to him, "I should have told told you earlier." Also, there's this other thing. <laughs> I do. I, I have to side with y'all on this. I feel like, like once you start with the, I held back information from you that was important. But there's like a, a fair reason. Like, it, like I get like why she would be scared to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like, and that she was like, like ah, ah, and then like the frog in the throat. Like I can't tell. Yeah. Him, I can't tell. Uh, but then once you open the floodgates, just let it out. Just like <laughs> all at once, it'll make it easier to deal with. I just, mean, I just think it's it's difficult, you know, for for any any anybody. We you, putting yourself in her shoes. It's like, would you, <coughs> after finally getting what she really wants, what she never thought she wanted in life, and she has it, and then she's gonna lose it. You know. So how do you do it, little by little? Yeah. Do you gauge? You know, that's the thing. It's like it, she's. She's she's I I love I love that but I get you get what you're saying but it's like you know like anybody it's like they would ask who it's like why don't you tell everybody why don't you tell everybody what you're going through you're not you're not in my shoes so how do you know that they're not going to kill me whatever the channel. I don't know if they're going to have I, they think that I'm a creature they're going to kill me so it's same same regard with that it's yeah. like you don't know you know. Whatever. The chat roll agrees with me. <laughs> Kiss Angel Love says agreed, yell. Nikki S. says true, yell. Kendall says I agree, yell. Um, Boo says I agree with you, yell. Everyone agrees with me. Just to be clear. <laughs> just FYI. Just to, yeah, everyone's, oh, except for Sarah says stop blowing holes in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> the maniac says preach. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> um, but, the, I mean, so Adeline leaves, and she leaves this note. Yeah. Because um, she does, and she she takes Kelly with her, which part of me is like, you took, like, would it have made more sense to leave Kelly behind before going into this dangerous, secret, violent organization? Well, I mean, <laughs> she didn't know when he was getting back, so leaving a baby unattended for un- <laughs> un- unspecified amounts yeah. of time might be a bad idea. They could leave it with Rosalie. It's, there's, a, there's a history like she, she's Oof. done that before right. and then like that's like a Sophie's Choice moment yeah <laughs> that would have taken a whole episode <laughs> so I don't know also I think it takes us to um, a place now where in a dangerous situation we can see if Kelly has any powers mm. sorry yeah. I just a charmed image went in my head where baby Wyatt makes like a protection bubble around the parents mm. that's where my head went sorry <laughs> mixing my shows um I, what I, I loved the the note fading because right as we're oh, like oh she's just like ditching him and like leave, just like a note on the pillow like the the saddest <laughs> and then it fade like magic fades away I have to protect you yeah um, and it's that, interesting yeah. to see that because to see the person that she's become after everything that's happened you know and and it's it, I think she will evolve even more. Yeah, the ship still sails, guys. Uh, Samuel <laughs> Samuel in the chat says, "Don't force a mother to choose Zach." <laughs> what was I forcing her to choose? Choose I, kids. It wasn't. Well, I was just saying, like, both kids are now with this like dangerous organization, as opposed to just one kid who was already with them. Hmm. You could leave Kelly with Nick I see what you're and saying. Rosalie outside of uh, the Black Claw. Don't tell me. Tell Samuel. <laughs> well, Samuel, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> it wasn't about choosing one over the other. It's one is in danger. Why do you bring the second into danger? With them, I I get that. I get that. Um, and also, like, 
she knows like she knows how it feels to have a kid taken away from you mm-hmm. and now that just happened to Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just would have liked her to put clues or something in the note other than just I have to protect you. I don't think she wants him following her. Fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Um all right. Well, I think we've we've uh, gone through the uh, the episode. Should we uh Let's talk to Reggie for a minute here. <laughs> no, uh, I like talking about the episode. I like well, hearing we'll what you guys back. have we'll to say. We'll go back. We still got to talk some quick predictions. Um, so uh, we we well, we already talked about early on in the role. Um, were, were you excited to get like your chance to Vogue in these past few episodes? Had you yeah. been practicing like in front oh, of the yeah. mirror? Just, like, well, pushing? okay. Here's I, we can talk about this now because it's after. Because yeah, hell yeah, I was like in the mirror going. Oh, ah, should I go this way? Should I go this way? Should I do a full head roll? I don't know what I should do. And then I did it for the first time, and the first time was when I saw the dog, you know. But then later they were like, wait a minute, we have to, he's not Vessant. So we have to find a different way for him to vogue that is a little subtler mm. than that, so that it just is kind of a wave that overtakes him. So then all that stuff that I did is like completely cut. <laughs> completely cut. I wish I would have known. I would have just done a sim- simple dolphin. <laughs> a little dolphin move. But yeah, no, it was it was um it was fun. You know, even the people that do- were doing the CG were like, oh, we want you to have a cool vogue, you know, to this. But then I get it. I get what they're saying in that story-wise, it's like it's not Vessin. So we have to find it we find a differentiation in it. So it's gone. <laughs> vogue is gone. No more voguing. Um, so do they do it? Is it a hundred percent digital with with your transformation? With my with mine, it is. Yeah, I have a, I have a stunt double that it was fully transformed in, in makeup. Oh, you posted so, a picture of that. Yeah, of the two of you next yeah. to each other. I didn't post it. I, this, uh, yeah, and a, 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 a journalist posted it. Oh, so yeah, so cool. and they were there when we were filming that, but they couldn't post it until after the episode occurred, obviously. Very cool to see. Oh, yeah. It was cool to see, like, me. But they did show me, like, what I would look like, and it was like my my, uh, season two picture, I think, in my cop uniform as a Neanderthal man. (laughs) They're like, here's what you're going to look like. And I thought, whoa, that's crazy. You know, so it's it's, one day maybe they'll put me in makeup. (laughs) One day. You get to run around, clawing people. I know, it'd be so fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. Like, I'm looking forward to a finale where it's just Wu on a rampage. Oh, it's the finale's crazy. It's crazy. It's a two parter this year, so it's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You just got my wheels. (laughs) I'm so worried. (laughs) Worried? Were you worried? I'm I'm worried. (laughs) That one's tougher. That one's tougher. Worried. Um, so has Grimm been been different? Because this is uh, the longest that you've played one character. Oh yeah, is that right? Yeah. No, there's a joy in. I, I came mostly from doing features, so there's a joy in kind of like living with this for like five seasons, kind of living in this skin for five seasons. You kind of have to because the spontaneity of like getting a script, you know, the day before you're supposed to shoot, and 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 kind of assessing everything that you have to go through and then shoot the next day is like it's crazy you know but you play with that spontaneity with like all this like stuff that you've already been for the past five seasons that's great you know with a movie it's like they give you a script it's like you have three months to shoot it three months to prepare it yeah so you get that chance to sink into it this is like little by little you sink in and i love that i mean i love plus not to mention man we look at each other and we like this kind of camaraderie in a cast, it, it, it's I, I feel like it's rare, you know, and 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 I feel like it, it just makes it easier. It shows on screen, but we love each other truly, 
twooly do. We <laughs> uh, twooly do. Grimaniac in the chat wants to know what the blue liquid was that you drank. Uh, what was it really? Just blue. Water? It was. It literally was blue food coloring. I know. How boring is that? <laughs> blue food coloring in like in in like water, like seltzer water. Unlike that's like. Before it was like you know when I ate the carpet it was cotton candy that was really cool to say but now I'm just like mm, food coloring in like water. <laughs> there, was, there was an argument in the chat that it was Kool Aid. So oh, it was, it's no, not. Was not Kool Aid. <laughs> Ecto cooler. <laughs> uh, they're bringing those back. Sorry. Aside. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's been a blast to watch you over the uh, the last few uh, few uh, years. Because it's been years. It feels like Grimm like just started, but it's been no. a part of our. And like, meanwhile, we've been watching it for five years now. No, yeah. we we do the same thing. It's like, what? We're in our fifth year, really? It doesn't feel like that at all. You know, it feels like it's gone by so fast. But yeah, I like, I love, and I've told them this before. I love the evolution of this character. I love that it was a slow burn. You know, before it was like, oh, Hank's finding out. He's finding out in like season. Well, I think it was like the first season. I was like, how come we don't get to find out? I don't, I don't want to find out. And I like the slow progression. Now, now I see why, and I, I, I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm enjoying that he's getting to develop and kind of find these emotions, these feelings as to what's going on with him, really, uh, in life, in this life at least. So it's it's been it's been really cool, and I, I looking forward to the sixth season. Yeah, me I mean, too. I think we all are. <laughs> we're, we're excited that there is a sixth season. Me too. Yeah. Uh, and with that, uh, with looking forward, let's do predictions really quick. After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh. Yeah. Um, all right. Indeed. So <laughs> the big, the big quote from the uh, from the next, the next on. Sometimes the only way to protect the ones you love is to kill the people who are who. Uh, my notes got scribbly. Um, <laughs> Who do we kill? <laughs> I love that it's a spontaneous moment right there. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but who do we kill? Yeah, no, it's just like in the little corner of your of your paper, and I, I'm like, I, yep. Whatever. It's Nick versus Renard. Yes. Yeah. Baby uh, daddy versus baby daddy. We're right back oh, to yeah. the top of season one. Oh, like oh, yeah. Dick versus Renard. Yeah. It's it's we forget. Full circle. <laughs> we forget like Renard Full was the bad circle. guy for yeah. a while. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I had a prediction mm-hmm. uh, with Wu. My thought is they're going to be like, oh, we got to fix Wu. Uh, wait, we have a magic wand that heals things. Oh, yeah. Sitting mm. in the basement. Uh, Wu, come over. And then, but I think it's going to cause, it's, well, it's not going to cause more damage. I likened it, uh, the similar theory to what I had a, a few weeks ago, I likened it to if a bone heals wrong. Mm-hmm. So they're going to heal Wu, but it's going to make this more permanent in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll let him control it more, like a regular Vogue, but I think it will make it, like, maybe it won't be as, uncon- as like, uncontainable. Mm. Um, so because he's like, I can control this a little bit, mm. instead of just, like, randomly running through the woods, right. killing people. Interesting That's prediction. That's my prediction. No, I love, I'm sitting here because I know exactly what happens. So it's, I have to like control my hmms. Like I have to make it very real and go. Hmm. I usually, have, when I'm hmm. predicting with somebody with one of the, somebody who knows, I hmm. usually like look away because I don't want to get spoiled. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> um, I predict that that's all the shirtlessness I'm getting from Meisner. Um, they oh, that's love... a sad prediction. Yeah, I don't think you. the writers love me that much. <laughs> you got your shirtless fighting, yeah. So good. <laughs> um, and I want to thank all the fans who tweeted at me because, yeah, I saw it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, 
I predict uh, that... Oh, I got nothing. I got so many thoughts, and they're all filthy. <laughs> it so, ended with Meisner right there. Yeah. It just ended right yeah, there. Yeah. Take it away, Ty. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess this is less of a prediction and more of a want, but like now that we are kind of jumping back to first season dynamics, I really want like a fight to the death between Renard and Nick. Mm. I like them both, and I know that Nick technically has to come out the winner, um, but I really want that whole feeling of betrayal and... and Seeing two people that I like go head to head because yeah. it's a fun yeah. dynamic. I mean, it certainly is. It, listen, they're but with Renard in this mayoral race and with Black Claw, it is. There's there's no holding back. I mean, it seems to be going in that direction. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a tough one to watch as this season ends. I can only yeah. imagine what we're in, what's in store for us. And we're losing somebody. It's been pretty much guaranteed to us. I, Has it? They, well, I believe sort, so. I, sort of. They like said that somebody was gonna from the original cast was going to die by the end of the season, mm-hmm. early in the season. But I feel like I also I I can't point to where I read this. I feel like I read somewhere that that may have changed. Like mm. that promise may have gone away. But it is enough that we are like nervous. We're so <laughs> scared. Um, and mm. and with that um. With that scary thought in our brains. <laughs> I know I had to control my my last hmm. Yeah. Um, mm. I wanna th- Reggie, I wanna thank you so Dude, much. Thank you guys for, for having me. This us. has been a blast. Yay. Yeah. Now let's uh, go out to dinner. Have <laughs> wine. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Uh, we're really excited to see where everything goes and you with where Woo and the rest of the cast, everything that's gonna happen. Um do you have anything else that you're uh, you're working on in the meantime that you wanna uh, uh, let everyone know about? Oh boy, I did a couple films, uh, one called Sunflower, the other one called Behind the Walls. Um, this past well, I had time to do them this past season because they were actually some those roles were particularly written for me and then they just worked with my schedule and I flew back and forth to LA but uh, those should be coming out uh, probably in the next probably in the fall so that's 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 all I got because um, I want a little break now a little vacay, <laughs> a little vacay. <laughs> some time to woolax some time to woolax and thank <laughs> woo all <laughs> all right and where can people find you on uh, social media and all that social media uh, on Twitter I am at Mr M R R E G G I E L E E uh, at Mr. Reggie Lee, same thing on uh, Instagram and uh, just Facebook. I don't know, Reggie Lee on Facebook. So Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, Yell to Eagle. Everyone can find me online at yell.tv. There you'll find info about my beautiful new shirt from Her Universe. Thank you, Her Universe. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I have a podcast. It's called Intimate Interrogations. It's free. It's on iTunes. And sometimes it's as dirty as it sounds. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J, T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y, and other assorted panels here on AfterBuzz TV. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz on a whole bunch of shows, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Tuesday nights and Archer on Thursdays. Guys, we have been the Grim After Show, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Thank you. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.